Welcome to the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm the co-host with Dean Curry. We're so excited that you're tuning in. We have so many things planned. You're in for a special treat. Over the next few episodes, you're going to hear different things about life, leadership, but you can count on this. It's probably going to be disreputable. So if for whatever reason you've already arrived or people like you just as you are, maybe this isn't for you. But if you found yourself at some point with a disreputable reputation, then this podcast is for you. Thanks for listening. Welcome, everybody, to the Disreputable Podcast, Episode 6. My name is Brandon, and we are so grateful that you have been tuning in. I have some special guests with me today, my colleagues and friends, Tate and Melanie. Say hi. What's up? Hey, everybody. (laughs) So um, this was an idea, right, that that was kind of created this past couple weeks. Uh, I guess a few weeks ago, you guys... We're trying to kind of mock us a little bit. I could tell. Never. No, no, mock no you. mocks. No mocks. Never. No. This. Well, we should actually just start out with explaining to the world <laughs> how much you really love me and my, you know, the special place that I have in your heart, Melanie. Why don't you just go ahead and tell? I don't know. Does it need to be? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Isn't it obvious? Can't you hear in my voice the love and adoration that I have for my colleague, Brandon Perrin? Yeah, thank you. so happy that God directed your path here to the 253 eight years ago. And look at us. We're going to be together forever. Forever. Name it and claim it. This is it. (laughs) That is awesome. Okay, so there is, as as you know, uh, we have our podcast cover, and it's Dean and myself, and then I walked into the office the other day, and there was a there was a new takeover. Tate, yeah. you created it. Yeah, you know I love Photoshop. Yeah, and it was you and Melanie. Yeah. And you guys were back to back, looking yes. looking great, and it said hashtag Ministry Mom Podcast yeah. or, or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. And That's you're like the full title. That yeah. wasn't the full title. No. Uh-uh. Okay, what was the full title? Yours is uncut edition. Uh- ours is unshowered edition. Oh my god. <laughs> That is incredible. Because we're moms and have no yeah. time to take a shower. Yeah, oh, which it's is true. true of my life yeah. today. Today. Yeah. Swear. I know. I was yeah. I know. So <laughs> no, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm it's kidding. It's her kidding. I showered. Yeah, okay. Today. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we were like, ah, this is funny, you know. And But yeah. but when you started to think about it, I was like, yeah, let's do it, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe in months to come, maybe weeks to come, hey, maybe even days to come, there might be another podcast out there. It's called you know, ministry mom. But for today, we thought we would, you know, talk to you because the last five episodes or so has been all men. And it's, you know, been Dean and myself and a few guests kind of talking about being disreputable. And basically what we've been talking through that is, you know, has there ever been a point in time in your life where decisions that you made were in the perception of somebody else and it deemed you to be disreputable? And how do you combat that? And how do you, so we, we don't have to necessarily tie everything in today to being disreputable. But if for some reason this is the first episode that people are listening to, we kind of want to give them a little backstory. When we say ministry mom, I think this was something, Melanie, that was started by you, it seems like, years ago now. Yeah, um, but really only three years ago. Because of... first child turned three last week. Okay, so, wow. That's crazy. I know. Okay, so where, what, what were, you, were you driving down the road one day and you were like, I'm going to hashtag, or was this a feeling that you had yes, inside? Yes, literally or? driving down the road. I was leaving my precious newborn child to go 
to church, okay. to ministry, which I feel called to do. Yeah. It's like something that I just feel in your gut that you feel like, yeah, I'm meant and I'm made to do this. Yeah. And, but I love this child that I just had. She mm. was three and a half months old. Love her. She's precious. Her name's Rosary. She's the most beautiful child in the whole wide world, for those of you who don't know. And um, <laughs> it was, I'm like, I am called, I am meant to be her mother. There's nothing that I love more than being her mom. Right. And there's, like, I love my job. I love being in ministry. And so I felt these two pulls. And I think for women, it is kind of a disreputable idea, yes. right? To leave your house, to leave and, you know, leave your child with, um, your husband or a grandparent or a caretaker right. and go and do something for yourself that you feel also that you were created to do right. in the workplace. And so that's kind of a disreputable for sure. idea. And I thought, you know what? God's taking care of her right now where she's at. She's at home. She's safe. She's with my husband. Mm. God's taking care of me. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm just a ministry mom. And a lot of people, a lot of women that are in ministry, you know, their husband is in the ministry. or right. So they're kind of mm -hmm. married into it. My husband's in the healthcare industry. So I'm, it's kind of a different roles that we have. And so that kind of is where it developed. And it was something that I thought of in a tweet. And then I hashtag ministry mom. And three years later, I have two children and still doing it. Crazy. Yeah. But you know, what's crazy too is like, it, you know, I know you use the hashtag ministry mom, but it, it, it could just be maybe Any. just hashtag working mom or. Working yeah. mom. And the fact that you have to put a title on mom for sure. women is that idea, I think, too, can be disreputable because you feel like mm -hmm. right. if you're not just a mom, then like all of a sudden you're hashtag a working mom or you're a stay at home mom or right. you're a, a whatever mom. It's different. It's a different idea. And there's all this, you know, on social media, mom sure. shaming or whatever. Like right. Actually, we're just women uh -huh. <laughs> who are have children and yeah. th we still move on with our life and have yeah. other, you yeah. know, multiple things. I yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It makes tons of sense. And, you know, the balance of it all is is probably what makes it so difficult. You know, talk a little bit about and Tate, feel free to chime in whenever you'd like. Talk a little bit about the balance of because to be honest with you, you know, like I woke up this morning, took my kids to school, dropped them off. Boom. You know, most of the time when we have service, my wife will I can leave the house early go to the church, get prepared. If we have meetings, I, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's just like, Hey babe, I got a roll, but that's different maybe for you because there's some level of responsibility that, yeah, you got a roll and you might be rolling with both of them or, or just one of them. Or how, how do you, how do you, how do you balance that? How do you, how do you rationalize that in your head? I mean, I think for me, it's a really supportive husband. Okay. Um, I think it's also, what can I take them to? If I can take them to everything, then yeah, then I'm going to do that. Um, and yeah, I think it's just inviting them to come along with you is a huge part for me. And especially I have older kids that I married into, I guess you could say. And so having them um, just learn to be a part of the ministry and doing kids ministry for me, um, it makes it difficult sometimes because they can think that I'm spending more time with other people's kids and not mm, with them. Yeah. And so inviting them along to make friends or to be a part of whatever these other kids are doing, it, it's huge. Yeah, okay, so let's talk about that just for yeah. a second because you just – because. You said anything that you could take your children along, you would. Yeah. Which, which means you enjoy being a mom. Oh yeah. For Mo sure. Mom isn't like a job to you. This yeah. being a mom is would I don't want to put words in your mouth, but would you say being a mom would be your calling? In, oh yeah. In, into yeah. some way. Yeah, and I feel like in a lot of ways it's my number one calling. Right. Um. 
yeah, it that we have like a, a poster, not a poster, but like a painting on our wall. And it says, it's that Mother Teresa quote that uh-huh. says, like, if you want to bring happiness to the whole world, go home and love your family. Wow. For me, and that is like the premise of, of what starts me out every single day, thinking about my kids and thinking about how I want them to know Jesus and um, what that looks like to, to communicate that to other kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's huge. Yeah. Okay. Are you stressed ever? All the time. Okay. How do you, okay, like. <laughs> Is that honest enough? Like? Sure, yeah. But I ag- agree with what Tate said of bringing your kids along because Dean, one of the first things Dean and Ann said, to, you know, when my husband and I were starting out, like, bring your children along to as many things as you can because they have great kids that love right. church. They love the ministry. They're not in it actively, but they are. They love it. And so I've always, you know, brought Rosary and now Giovanni right. as much as I yeah. can. But it's you're always stressed because I would love to walk to get up in the morning to get dressed and walk out of the house. Sure, and, but you can't. Right, you get up, you get them dressed, you get them mm-hmm, fed, you mm-hmm. you walk out of the door with five thousand bags, literally. Yeah. literally. Try to get your coffee. Right, drop one off. I'm on my way here. I'm praying one goes to sleep in the car. Sure, I'm talking to Rosary on the phone, yeah. Yeah. making sure she's okay because yep. I miss her. Right, and then I love doing this right now. So it's all stress, but I think your capacity just grows and i think yeah, that's why moms sure. and women stay away from i don't think i can do it all yeah you can do it all it's just the same way someone said i'm like you you know your capacity grows when you have another child right i thought i could never love another child as much as i love mm-hmm. rosary sure. how am i gonna love this new baby boy yeah and my heart has grown and i love them both equally and my capacity has grown because i have a great job that i love and i'm passionate yeah. about and mm-hmm. i'm passionate about two kids and you just and you wake up one day and you're like, I'm doing it. That doesn't mean yeah. you're not going to be stressed. Yeah. Right. But you're going to be stressed anyways. And late. Right. And late. Yeah. And unshowered. <laughs> right. And yeah. frazzled and checking your phone. and Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, you kind of learn how to prioritize and figure out. I mean, maybe this yeah. is true for you, but you learn how to prioritize and say, like, God, what what do you have for me today? What do you what are you asking me to do today? Who who do you have for me today? Okay. And I think then you I mean for me that's a question that I ask for, ask myself often. And so if it's like if I can one pack impact one kid, one family that day, then that's enough. I heard this um I heard this guy talk about one time um about margins in within your day. And I thought that was such a great idea cuz I am a person like I said always running late, always kind of running behind, maybe a little stressed. Um, but this idea of creating margin within your day, and he talked about a psychiatrist that if he could do eight sessions in a day, he would only do seven because um, he wanted to be able to go home and give his best to his kids. Yeah. Right. And so I kind of try to do that within my day. Like if I can work till five o'clock, maybe only work till four because then I have that hour to just be able to focus on my kids and give them undivided attention or my husband maybe that's you know he ex- you know wants me to make dinner or whatever being able to give my best also to them in a stressed or you know running late all the time yeah it seems like. like to me you guys have dynamic husbands too because yeah. you know i mean it, it doesn't i know you both relatively well and so they they seem to really pick up a lot of not not necessarily like to use the word slack because it's not slack. It just they they just have a responsibility, yeah. a different level of responsibility. So they may cook, yes, or they may help yeah. clean, or yes. they may help put baths and yeah. grocery yeah. shop. Yeah. Which uh, which to some listeners who may be listening, like that might be the woman's responsibility. Right. But sure. you guys found men 
in your life that can help carry the load, yeah. Yeah. if you will. Yeah. And, and you guys have found ways to work together. Talk to somebody today. You said the word capacity just a minute ago. There's a quote that we try to live by as a team. And it's when your capacity expands, it forces you to be the person that God created you to be. Mm-hmm. So you was like, I could never go without one. And now you can't imagine, you know, what it would be like without two. You, right. you said right. capacity yourself. Right. So it's thrusting you. It's propelling you to be the person that God created you to be. Talk to somebody out there today that's like, yeah, but my husband isn't like that. Right. Because you have the luxury, I think, a little bit in like, you know, Floyd and Zach are great, great husbands. But yeah. there's also single moms. Yeah. That are doing yeah. it. I don't even know. Alone. That, uh, yeah. How. Um and I think about them and all the time. My mom was a single yeah, mom. Yeah. And I can remember eating dinner of like, okay, so we're going to get somewhere. I can remember eating dinner like Lucky Charms and Taco yeah. Bell. And we laugh about it mm-hmm. still to this day. But there's probably somebody was watching our life going, I can't believe that woman's feeding that kid Taco mm-hmm. Bell or something. Yeah. How, how do you handle the the moms, the judgmental eyes? or Well, I like to call them park moms because sometimes my – Kids go up the slide the wrong way, or they like to jump out of the the swing or whatever. And I can always tell there's these couple people, and they're (laughs) giving me the mean look, you know? It's like, just let my kids play. Okay, how do you, on a greater scale, because, you know, you're you're the mom, how do you handle those emotions, those feelings of like, hey, maybe you did just have to get your kid a cheeseburger from X or whatever, you know? Yeah, the Happy Meal that I got her. Last night. Sure. Or I was yeah. going to say cake pop, cake pop. but oh, I just. Pop. Pop. She <laughs> eats those. Don't lie. I know, right? She blames them on rosary. She bribery. Yeah. Okay. The cake pop comes in great and it's like a dollar. So I'm yeah. like, right. yes. Uh-huh. There you go. But capacity, your capacity grows. And why I think when you focus your eyes on your children and Good. focus your ears mm-hmm, on the spirit, mm-hmm. we call it the spirit of Jesus. Yeah. Right. And, um, and you keep focus. You can't have a growing capacity if you're looking to the side. Like, all, all over. You got to keep your eyes on your children, what God has put literally in front of you. And I think my children are a direct gift from God. Mm. He, when he says life begins, life begins, right? Right. So he's given me these two children. I'm keeping my focus on him. And he's also created me in such a way to have leanings and desires to do other things and work and do all these things. And so I keep my eyes on what God has put in front of me. Mm. And I keep my ears listening to what he has to say to me every day. Like Tate was saying, you know, yeah. what do you have for us today as a family? Yeah. What right. is, what sure. is, not just me, but now for my husband, for Giamani, for mm-hmm. Rosary. Right. And then you just walk step by step. There is no balance. Yeah. Is it hard? <laughs> there's is no balance. That's a thing. Right. There's no, there's no trying to compare yourself okay. to Okay, yeah. that's what I was going to ask. Well, yeah, and is I'm it hard to not compare? Yeah, because... You open your phone and you compare to the person that just posted this perfect Instagram of breakfast and this like wonderful atmosphere and See, all the children are matching and I I hear crazy. I hear that for sure and I feel like I'm full of quotes now but I heard this she word studied quoting. before this no, podcast sorry you know? I'm like quoting all these she's things. got a book here guys no no but <laughs> I, there's this uh, I heard somebody I had somebody tell me a, a close friend actually tell me um, that. Don't ever look at someone else's life and 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 I'm now I'm butchering it. Um, 
don't look at someone else's life or their calling and and want that for yourself because when you do you dis you like devalue your own calling yeah, and your good. own and your own walk and so when i look at those moms and they're you know saying i use the crosswalk wrong or sure. the the carpool line wrong and i'm dropping my kid off in the wrong spot and that has happened so many times right i'm terrible at the crosswalk and drive through thing or whatever but when those moms look at me and they're like you know, I you know, shaming me or whatever, or the side eye. Like I look at them and I'm I'm like, ah, do I want to be like them or do I want to look like them or do I do their yeah. kids even like them? Sure. And and so then I go home and I'm like, do my kids like me? Yeah. Are they happy? Are they showered? Have, are they doing their devo? Sure. Like, do do my kids like me? Do they love me? Are they happy? Mm-hmm. And when I can do it and I measure it like that, and then plus in addition to what Jesus is that calling me to do then that for me is huge. Right. And so, you know, I don't know. That's kind of my, my perspective on that. I don't look at their side eye and be like, oh, crap, I feel bad about myself. I look at my kids and, like Melanie said, are they happy? Are they, yeah. you know, those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, is there s- at some point where you just can't take it? Is there, a, is there a point where you're like, this is too much? When you get to that point, you think, okay, what is wrong with me do okay. i need a do i need an hour of sleep mm-hmm. do i need to eat mm-hmm. do i need to take a walk because yes and those are your de-stressors yeah and the, every day you're like okay this is this is too much okay. and then i remember okay so what's what do i need to do yeah and because i know it's not too much because right. god's given it That's to me good. he's given me territory he's given me lives to steward he's given me a marriage to you know take care of so what do I need to check in my spirit? Is it just time alone and let God, you know, speak to me? Mm-hmm. We say speak to us, you know, just hear from right. him. Or is it just a walk? Last night it looked like a family walk. Mm-hmm. We got out of the house, the four of us, and we walked the neighborhood mm-hmm. for about 20 minutes yeah. just to, like, breathe in. We I don't think we said a word to each other, really, mm-hmm. except for our Instagram. <laughs> 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 but I think we were just – it was like, okay. Yeah. And then it was kind of like a reset. So mm-hmm. – it's always there's always going to be a time when you think it's too much, but yeah. then you need to fill up. You need to fill it up because the answer is not to quit. Right. And the answer yeah. is not yeah. okay. I've got to give away one of my children. And the answer right. is not like I'm going to quit my job because that fulfills me in a different way. The right. answer is not I'm going to, you know, in this marriage because it's too much to work on. No. Then the answer is what can I do? Yeah. What's missing from me, and is that something I need to do, or is that something I need to back yeah. off on? Maybe yeah. it's an hour of sleep. Yeah. An hour of sleep. A nap, a 30-minute nap can do a whole <laughs> lot for a mama. So if you're listening out there and yeah. you have a single mom in your life. Go to sleep. Or if you have something, <laughs> like, what can you do in 30 minutes? Right. Like, what can you yeah. give that mom for 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just come yeah. over and watch the kids and let her go to sleep. Yeah. Let her take a walk. Go get her grocery. I mean, I call it a miracle a day. This is my other thing I've been living by is Kay. a miracle a day. Mm-hmm. I think some people live like. You know, they need the Red Sea to be parted or something mm. for a miracle. But mm. I think God gives us miracles every single day. Einstein said there are two ways to live and to look at life. Look at life like everything is a miracle yeah. or nothing is a miracle. Wow. And I've decided to look like everything is a miracle. Mm. That's Great. someone showing up at my doorstep and saying, hey, I have 30 minutes to give you. Go take a nap. Go take a shower. Nice. Go do whatever. Nice. Or if it looks like my cousin texted me and saying, hey, I can take rosary for two hours. Nice. Like, that's a miracle to me. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's just different things. And so when yeah. you put on a different lens of I can do this, I'm going to do this, mm-hmm. there's no quit. Mm-hmm. 
and there's a miracle that's going to happen today. I don't know how it's going to come or how I'm going to need it, but God's going to provide it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that changes your perspective. Yeah. yeah. And that reset is huge. Yeah. For us, it um, we we had a larger family for this last uh, 10 months, I guess you could say. We, we had two boys move in with us, and they just moved out with their family, which is really awesome. But for us, having that many kids in a pretty small house, we had a kid even living in our kitchen, which was just like, you know, you wake up, and they're there every single day, and <laughs> you're like, oh, my gosh. Close to the snacks, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, oh, gosh, yeah. So – for us, a reset literally looked like every night, all the kids piled up on the couch and just talking. How's your day? How's how's it going? What's what's going on that's good? What's going on that's bad? How can we pray for you? How can we be there for you? And then we were honest as parents. Hey, yeah. here's some stuff that's that's been going on in our house that makes it feel more chaotic. Yeah. Let's try and do you know this tomorrow differently. Yeah. Um, and that reset is huge. And then because then it just makes it to where when they're going to bed, they're going to bed on a good note of, hey, our parents love us. Hey, our caregivers, they love us and they're proud of us. And tomorrow we're going to wake up and try to be better than what we were today. And that reset for us, like Melanie was saying, is huge. Yeah. Well, I've watched you both and you inspire me as a pastor and a friend and a father to to keep going and I never forget watching you know Melanie come in and she's got (laughs) her laptop her coffee her child her bag her jacket her sunglasses and she's on the phone and 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 somehow (laughs) you are a sane woman and uh, I I applaud you and and Tate being my sister you know it's like I've been to your house and just kind of see how you lead and and you really are a great mom and And as you can tell, there's so much more information that we could just keep going and keep going. But we don't want to spill it all in, in, you know, episode six. So you guys are going to be back. I think we might do a little Mother's Day edition or something fun. And uh, thank you guys for for being with us today. And thank you to all of our listeners. And and please share and uh, download. And uh, we are super grateful for you. So have a great rest of your week.